Hey, everybody, this is Hayden Bolick. I'm the host of the Working Therapist Podcast. Thanks for listening today. And as you know, if you're a frequent listener of this podcast, we sometimes feature manufacturers and vendors that we work with here at Pediatric Developmental Therapy and that we find helpful and useful and good for parents, good resources for our therapists. And so today is one of those podcasts. You're getting ready to listen to part one of a two-part podcast that we recorded with Roberta Knoll and Dr. Louis DeCaro. And these two people actually developed Nolero 24. And Nolero 24 is the company where we buy our little steps and our quadriceps systems of orthotics. Now, these orthotics are basically as close to custom as possible. And what they really do is they are a more affordable option to our families, which alleviates the heavy cost of other custom orthotic systems. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. You're in for a treat with Dr. Louis DeCaro and Roberta Knoll. They are trailblazers in the field of orthotics. So enjoy learning about this orthotic system. Here's part one, Nolero 24. Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. Welcome to the Working Therapist Podcast. I'm Hayden Bolick, your host, and today we are so fortunate on this podcast to have Roberta Knoll and Dr. Louis DeCaro with us, as well as Kirsty Miles. If you've listened to our podcast frequently in the past, then you already know Kirsty because she's a guest very frequently. But today we are also excited to have Roberta and Dr. DeCaro with us. So both Dr. DeCaro and Roberta are published authors and speakers, and they are actually getting ready to go leave for British Columbia in the next little bit for the Podiatric Medical Association Annual Conference. So, Kirsty, actually, why don't you go first? Why don't you introduce yourself, and then we'll transfer over to Roberta and Dr. DeCaro. Sure. My name is Kirsty Miles. I'm a physical therapist with Pediatric Developmental Therapy, and I am also the Purple Team Lead covering the Southern Pines Clinic locations and multiple contract sites throughout Rockingham, Moore County, multiple schools, and also the CDC in Rayford. And then, Kirsty, you're the one who really got us connected with Roberta. So, Roberta, why don't you introduce yourself next and tell us a little bit about how you decide to specialize in feet as a physical therapist and then also what you do and how you do it right now. Sure. So, as you already know, I'm also a physical therapist like a lot of our listeners, Uh but I also have a master's degree in sports medicine and I got my PT and master's degree at the University of Connecticut. And I'm also what's called a certified pet orthist and a lot of people aren't familiar with that profession, but basically... A certified pet orthist is someone who's trained to fabricate and fit custom foot orthotics and shoe fitting and shoe modifications and things of that nature. But I also, as a student, had really great opportunities. I had really great mentors, one of which was Dr. David Tiberio and Dr. Gary Gray. And one of my internships was done at the National Institute of Health in Bethesda, where I got to study under Gary Hunt. And he's the one who actually taught me how to first make foot orthotics. Mm. So I got really excited about feet as a PT student. And I became a PT student after I'd already had my master's degree. So in PT school, my nickname was Roberta Gate Knoll because that pretty much became everything that I was interested in. You'd point me to a shoulder patient and somehow I correlate it back to their foot. (laughs) So 
<laughs> After I got out of school, I worked for a number of years as a general PT, and then I started Stride Physical Therapy and Pedorthic Center and Stride Inc., which is a uh, custom orthotic laboratory. So I actually see my own patients. I had done physical therapy for a number of years, and I've made foot orthotics. But mm-hmm. I also make foot orthotics for foot practitioners all over the country. They can be PTs or pedorthists or podiatrists. And so both of my original businesses are in Middlebury, Connecticut, and I have a staff now of about 20 people who help me see patients and fabricate custom orthotics for foot practitioners all over the country. And I think later on, we'll be talking a little bit more about our third business, Nolaro, which is the business that Dr. DeCaro is my partner in, and that's a prefabricated orthotic system. So I think we'll be getting to that a bit later. We definitely will. And then also, Robert, I wanted to ask you too about, aren't you currently authoring a series of articles on functional foot typing? Can you tell us a little bit about that too? Sure. That's through an online magazine called Current Pet Orthics. And I'm really excited about this article series that we're doing. We've released two articles so far this year. The first one was called Attaining Successful Orthotic Outcomes Through Functional Foot Typing. And it tackles the main overall dilemma about foot orthotics in general. So as anyone who's used foot orthotics knows, there's some great success stories with foot orthotics and some equally frustrating failures with foot orthotics. And the reason for this is that there is very little consistency on how orthotics are approached. And so think about it like this. If you have a patient with bad vision, they may go to 10 different optometrists and they're gonna end up walking out with the same visual prescription, whichever optometrist they see. But you know, as anyone who's worked with uh, foot orthotic patients, a a patient with a foot problem can go to 10 different practitioners Mm. and get 10 completely different sets of orthotics. And in some cases, none of them work. So the problem as I see it in the orthotic industry as a whole is lack of standardization of orthotic protocols. So I've made it my mission in life to standardize that process. So the most important thing when you're starting to work with foot orthotics is to understand that all feet are different and they should not be treated all the same. So you need different kinds of orthotics for different kinds of feet. So what I teach in this initial article is a simple four-step process to identifying what type of foot you're looking at and then how to take those feet and subclassify them into six major foot groups. So that's the first article. Mm -hmm. The second article is going to be great for a lot of the pediatric therapists out there because it discusses specifically management of the adolescent athlete by foot type. And, you know, it could be any type of that. It doesn't have to be a high-level athlete or any type of active child. And what this article goes into is it helps the trainer or the therapist that's working with the child to understand, first of all, that kids are not just mini adults. You have a whole more significant thing to think about when you're treating kids because of their open physio plates. So a child's foot type can predispose them to more injuries than their adult counterparts. So their risk level increases not only because of their foot type, but also you need to consider what kind of sports are they participating in. So both of these articles are going to be excellent resources for the physical therapists who want to learn more about feet and how they influence their younger patients. And I sent a copy of the two articles 
to you guys so you can post them on the Working Therapist site. Yep. We can also put a link to those articles on our website as well. Yeah, they will be with the show notes. Roberta, thanks for telling us that. But they definitely will be on the www.workingtherapist.com with the show notes. The link will all be there so people can download them and get those two articles. And gosh, as you were talking, Kirstie, it just fits with so many things that you and I have talked about. And I've heard you talk about with our PTs that work here with so many little kids that you and I have worked with through the years. Just with me being the, I'm not a physical therapist, but with me being the just the person was co-treating in a different discipline but Kirstie was so much like right all up your alley because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it just I think also Kirstie as we're working together I think you're similar to Roberta and that if you point out any other part of the body with Kirstie she always goes back to the feet like it always ends up back at the feet no matter what you do <laughs> she always brings it back down there's a cult of us out there there is so Dr. DeCaro thank you for joining us why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about your practice. So my name, of course, is Louis DeCaro. I've been in practice for 15 years, board certified podiatric physician with surgical training. Did my residency in Worcester, Massachusetts, and I now practice in Western Massachusetts. I have a special interest in sports medicine and biomechanics both adult and pediatric population, but since I specialize in pediatrics and not many of us do, it's definitely something that's kind of taken over my practice. I'm the current president of the American College of Foot and Ankle Pediatrics, which is the APMA's clinical specialty group for pediatric foot and ankle pathology. Mm -hmm. I have surgical privileges at multiple hospitals in the area, do surgery usually a couple times a month. We once every few weeks run a multidisciplinary clinic evaluating patients with orthotists, podorthists, physical therapists, chiropractors, sometimes PCPs come in, and we try to take a nice multidisciplinary approach to the foot care. It's interesting, Roberta mentioned that she was a PT like most on the call. I'm not a PT, but often I feel like I am a physical therapist while in the room because I certainly have come to learn to appreciate everything that goes into how we walk, not just the foot's influence, but the rest of the body's influence. So, I mean, I'm heavily biomechanically based. My motto is correction is a poor substitute for prevention, and that's why I specialize in pediatrics. Even though I do surgery, it would be nice to drive the surgical part of me out of business if it were up to me. Ah, I like that. Correction is a poor substitute for prevention. Yeah, that's a great saying. I like it. I've, I've written that down. If people listening, this would be a good time to pause, write that down, and then start back. <laughs> so, thank you. So tell me a little bit also about your article that you're writing or that you actually just wrote called The Best Foot Forward. I think it's in the Pregnancy and Newborn magazine. Is that the title of the journal? Yeah, so I just did actually a series of interviews with different pediatric major mm. publications and really talking about foot awareness at a very young age, talking about the types of shoe gear that's necessary or not necessary for the child's feet. We talked a little bit about when to screen children, trying to establish some screening initiatives for the school system, and really just trying to focus on the youth. Once a child starts to walk, there's no better time than that to really assess what the trials and tribulations of the child will have throughout their whole life and you might as well treat early and so that's what that was about really just trying to work on getting the word out about the importance of foot care at an early age gotcha yeah again i've heard kiersey preach that one for a very long time we've been working together for a very long time so yeah there are those out there who also are big fans of the early intervention 
(laughs) obviously. (laughs) So I appreciate Thank you guys for joining us today. I'd like to talk about some of the products that we're also using, just sort of bridge the gap now from the research and stuff that you're doing and where you all are working to kind of talk about now at PDT, how we're using the product that y'all have actually researched, developed, founded, and how we are partnering with you guys to use your product here with our little people that we see. And I refer to all the little children that we see here at Pediatric Developmental Therapy as our little people. So we're currently, as a practice, using the Quadra Steps product and the Little Steps. And Kiersey's actually the one who found this. So Kiersey, can you kind of tell us about how this sort of happened that you got our practice connected sure. with them? Sure. Well, Pat Pondy is somebody that we got connected with through, well, actually, really, it started with you, Hayden, and your child <laughs> needing some services. And so I said, well, you know, my husband raves about Pat. Why don't you make an appointment up there and go check her out to get some orthotics done? They're more than we can provide. So she'll be able to customize it more than what we're able to do right now in our clinic. And so that's how you started out going to Pat. And then we brought Pat on with us to do the foot-centric training with our employees. And it started out then selfishly on my part because I have a little boy. Well, when he was born and brought to me by the doctor in the hospital, I said, what's wrong with his leg? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I said, his leg is not right. And he has an antiverted hip and tibial torsion now. And when we took him up to UNC, I let my husband take him to the appointment And the doctor up there said, and who is your wife? And my husband told him, and he goes, oh. (laughs) Because he knew I was sending him up there because I'm like, this is not right. And something should have been done a while ago. And now he's over two. And he was constantly tripping over his feet. And he toes in much more severe on the left side. And I was like, we've got to do something. And so Pat took a look at him and said, you know, he, he should really be in a gate plate. Let's try a gate plate. And so, you know, when she did her foot-centric course, we tried it. It looked a little better. I saw some immediate improvements just from wearing it right there in the session. And so Pat connected me with Roberta and Bert. And I spoke with them about getting a gate plate. And I was looking into their company and what they did. And I said, well, let me try it. Like, I want to try your product on my own child, obviously. And so I want to see if it works. And it made such a big difference for him. From day one of wearing it, he didn't complain. He wore them the whole day. It didn't cause any red lists, no blistering. And I was like, well, these are great. And I noticed an improvement in how he was walking that I wanted other people to have the same access to what I was able to get. Kirsten and I are fanatical about finding good products to provide for our clients that we have here at this practice, providing the best therapy we possibly can for all the people that we lead here and the therapists that we lead here. And we're committed to just making sure that the children and families that we see we offer them the best possible products and therapy that there is. And so we're pretty much don't really stop until we find it. And so when we find a product like the little steps and the quadra steps, we sort of go all in, which is really what we've done. Roberta, you mentioned earlier that the name of the actual company that, that the little steps and quadra steps falls into is Nolero. 24, Nolero. Roberta Noel and Dr. DeCaro, Nolero. Well, there you go. That makes sense. I didn't pick up on that, but that's great. I got it. How did you guys connect to be partners to develop these? I'm going to let Lewis tell that story. Okay. I'll give you the sort of the beginnings of it. Uh, it was interesting. It was 2004, I think, and I was in my 
third year of practice, and I had actually just started running a pediatric gait clinic at a local hospital. It was me, a physiatrist, and a physical therapist, and an orthotist who would go in the room and multidisciplinarily treat kids. And I came to really respect the physical therapist I was working with and trusted her, and she just was a genius. So one day she told me, you need to go to this lecture. And I said, you know, Christine, that's her name. I said, I I go to enough lectures. I I really, you know, I I travel too much. And she goes, no, 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 you have to go hear this woman talk. And so then she said, yeah, and it's on a Saturday too. And I said, oh, great. So long story short, I went and me in typical fashion, I sat in the back row being extremely skeptical. And I started to hear Roberta speak about foot typing and how she was working on really changing the way that people see feet and how they treat feet and how things are becoming prescriptionized. And quite honestly, without using too much of a cliche, a light bulb went off. And I approached her and befriended her both professionally and personally. And out of that, four years later, uh, we started a company which really, like Roberta said, aims to prescriptionize and customize the orthotic industry like the eyeglass industry does for optometry. She had the beginnings of really an ingenious development of foot typing. And certainly I helped her tool things a little bit, but it was just one of those aha moments where it was someone where the door was knocking with opportunity and I approached it and it's been history from there. And so in 2008, we started with Quadriceps based on the patent, which actually became patented, I think, in 2011. It was pending at the time. And then out of that and my pediatric specialty, Little Steps were born three years later in 2011. Hmm. And then, Roberta, this really just goes back to the articles that you're talking about earlier, that the series of articles that you're writing now about the foot typing the methodology. That's what these articles are that you're currently writing are about. And this is what the whole Little Steps and the Quadriceps is based on your foot typing methodology. Is that correct? Yeah. So what Lewis was starting to talk about was when I first met him, I had my custom orthotic lab stride and I was making lots and lots and lots of custom orthotics. But making orthotics is sort of like garbage in, garbage out. A lot of people would send me a cast and say, post according to the molds. And I got to tell you from an orthotic fabricator's perspective, Looking at a foot mold doesn't tell you anything about how that patient functions. You don't know if that foot mold means that the patient's fused in that position or hypermobile, what moves, what doesn't move. So what I started to do is ask all of my customers that ordered orthotics for me to send me pictures of their patient standing from the front and the back in a short video. So the invention of the digital camera was the best thing that ever happened to me. And so when people would send me these pictures and videos, I would collect them. And I had literally a couple hard drives worth of pictures and videos of patients' feet. And I started to recognize a pattern that there were your very high arch feet, obviously, and your very low arch feet. But then there was a whole lot of halfway pronated arch, halfway supinated arches in the middle. So I started to joke and say, your runner's world wet test of just looking at the arches. I used to say that's all wet. (laughs) So we started looking at other things that we could do to assess foot types because most people are not very good at the traditional goniometric measurement. So we came up with a systematic way of identifying 24 congenital foot types. And that's all great if you're making a custom orthotics. With a 20-second video, I can tell you what kind of congenital foot type they have within a matrix of 24 feet. But when I met Lewis... 
And I got to tell you, he is probably one of the most enthusiastic people I have ever met. I was at the time speaking about this great idea of starting a prefabricated system of orthotics. And his reaction was, well, why haven't you done this? And I said, well, financing and help are the two major things. So he jumped in and I never really wanted a business partner before, but joining teams with Lewis is probably one of the best things I ever did. So in 2010, we finally got the patent approved and we took the 24 foot types to make it more user friendly and more uh, practical. We took the 24 feet and subgrouped them into six groups of four feet, which we started calling a quad of feet. Mm. And so that's where the name quadricep came about. So every quad, there's a quad of cavus, high arch feet. There's a quad of really flat feet. There's a quad of feet that look like Fred Flintstone feet, a quad of in-toe walkers, a quad of out-toe walkers, and so on and so forth. So that's how the story of uh, taking the 24 custom model and breaking it down into something that's a little bit more practical for a prefabricated orthotic system. Gotcha. You were too busy in that lab of yours making custom orthotics to actually to do, you had to have a business partner so you could see the forest for the trees. Strategically, he's found a way to make me do more work. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Kirsty and I, we can relate. <laughs> and as you're talking, we can relate to a lot of what yeah. you're saying about, about how you end up doing more work when you get a good partner that can help you do stuff. Lewis's enthusiasm mm-hmm. helped me find energy I never knew I had before. There you go. <laughs> So I guess, Kirsty, you can really even talk about these products even better more than I am because we're in the process now of integrating this at our practice, our three clinics, and training our PTs, and we're using them, and we're currently in that stage. So the two product lines, though, currently right now are the Quadriceps and the Little Steps, right? Yes. In our clinics, we have the Little Steps and the Gate Plates, which are part of that Little Steps kit. We have the sizing kits for those. And then we also have multiple pairs of each size. And we started with the Little Steps and the Gate Plates because we do serve a lot of the early intervention and the birth to five populations. And we work with a lot of those children in different developmental day centers also. We are in an area where we do have a lot of military that we serve. And one of the things, we were using another product through an orthotist, and they sent a lot of stuff off to Cascade. And I'm not going to knock another product because I think there's, you know, reasons for using different things, but we were just looking for something that we could provide to our other patients where insurance is not an issue because some insurances don't reimburse for the orthotics. I mean, Chris, if I can help you out a little bit. Sure. Uh, We developed, so really the genesis behind Little Steps are that I had become very frustrated with (laughs) what was available functionally in the prefabricated Uh world because cost is a huge issue for parents that have to get orthotics for their kids every six months or every year. And when we looked around, there really wasn't anything functional enough that matched that custom. And so Little Steps is actually a prefabricated foot orthoses, but it closely models traditional UCBL devices mm-hmm. in that it has a very deep heel cup, the deepest in the industry, which is essential for controlling the calcaneus with flat feet. Mm-hmm. It has a lateral wall. It has a nice medial arch. It has all the bells and whistles that really the quote-unquote perfect custom UCBL orthotic for kids would have. And believe it or not, and to my shock, because you always think that everything, everything that's necessary has been invented, at the time, it wasn't. And yeah. so it was like, 
you know, instead of having that decision of giving a child something inadequate because you have to save money, now we don't have to do that anymore. And so I think what you've probably been most impressed with, and we sell them around the world, is that it's kind of like giving them a custom because it really is as good as a custom. And that's how we designed it. We wanted to make something that was the best. And I can see that. I think the some of the different materials that other prefabricated orthotics are out of, like the foam and the soft, flexible material, well, it's just not holding up. Right. Right. This material that we use for the little steps and the quadricep, we took a lot of time to select that material. That choice alone took probably about a year of studying different materials and testing different materials with different prototypes. And we had at least 30 different material options. And by far, all the people that we tested on this material loved it. It's a mixture of a combination of rubber and plastic. So it has really good memory. It retains its shape, but yet it has just enough of flexibility that we've had almost zero issues with any episodes of blistering or callousing or anything like that. Just a wonderful material. It really is. And speaking just from a parent's perspective, as well as a vendor, somebody who offers these in our clinic, my child's in them right now and he has no problems with them ever. Now has never had any problems with them and they do great. But let me back up for just a second with everybody. So I, we just orient everybody who's listening to this product. So tell me the ages that the Little Steps product is for. And I understand we're going to get to the quadriceps. The quadriceps came before the Little Steps. But for us in our practice, we see so many little people that kind of for us, the little steps for us even almost came first, even though I know for you guys, y'all develop the quadriceps first. But who are the little steps for? So we have 11 sizes in the little step system. Mm -hmm. That age range encompasses really the one-year-old all the way through teenage years. The two largest populations that I have in my practice are the early intervention kids, the zero to three-year-olds. Actually, early intervention physical therapists are my number one referral source. And so we have very small sizes that go all the way down to really like a toddler size. I mean, I use them for a toddler size four, all the way up to, uh, in translation, a men's size nine. So you can have a kid who is a teenager who's playing soccer if the little steps is appropriate for them, they're using them in their cleat. So it's really every age range available, 11 sizes. They're sized, you know, accordingly to the size of their foot. Yeah. Well, also around the ages of 12 to 13, a child is going to start to mature into their adult foot type. The little steps that make it kind of simple because we only have just the one or two varieties. We have the standard little steps for the kid who's more pronated than they should be for their age. And then we have a gate plate for your intel walkers. Those are the two main kids that we're going to be treating. But as a child matures into their adult foot type, and generally, you know, they're going to take that on from one of their parents because you inherit your foot type just like you inherit the shape of your nose and your eye color and your cheekbone structure. So when kids start to mature into their adult foot type, then we need to consider the six different color-coded quadricep choices. And so you have to understand that some kids, I've seen 10-year-olds that have an adult size 12 shoe. And then I've seen 13-year-olds that still have really kind of a child-like looking foot. So in that transition period between, say, 10 and 14, some of those kids are going to do better 
with the little steps and some of them are going to have a mature enough looking foot to transition into the adult foot choices in the quadricep system. So really these two products really need to be used together because they really complement each other. They're different. They're used for different types of kids with issues, but they really also complement and one leads to the other or maybe not, but they really complement one another and they give the physical therapist options to treat any foot type. Is that correct? That statement you think? That's absolutely perfectly said. Good. And that's from a speech therapist. Okay, so you talked about who the little steps are for, and then we've talked about both of y'all's focus, and and Dr. DeCaro, your focus for the early intervention. Is that what sort of led you to do the little steps? Because I know the quadriceps were first, but is that why y'all decided to do little steps? Is because of just your practice in early intervention? Yes, I'd always subspecialized in pediatrics and ran clinics out of the hospitals. And that was, like I said, when I met Roberta and she had this wonderful idea and we created a quadriceps, but then naturally, because we know that this progresses from the time that we are born, we needed a product to actually fill in the gap between birth and when we can actually treat with the quadriceps system. So that combined with the need for a product on the market, which did not exist at the time, it was a natural fit to create little steps. Yeah. And also from a fabricating standpoint, I do all of Lewis's custom orthotics in his clinic, adults and children. And so I would go and cast a child for a custom foot orthotic. And that, by the way, is something of a challenge. Try casting a three or four year old. They're the squirmiest <laughs> patients you'll ever meet. So getting an accurate cast is often questionable. And then once we get to the lab, the prescription, because we're generally treating kids with an overly pronated foot, the prescription is fairly set. You know, you want a DPL cup, you want to invert the heel, you want a little bit of a medial sky. Those are the things that make a a good child's orthotic or a sort of deep UCBL kind of design. So we're pretty much doing the same correction. And Because of the growth factor and the difficulty getting casting, and a lot of our kids were compromised tactile sensitivity or uh, just combativeness and behavioral disorders, it was really easier in many cases to have a prefabricated option that was more friendly to some of our patients and easier to deliver quicker and took into account that the child's going to be growing quickly and insurance doesn't cover these things a lot. You know, as a physician, I hate when money gets in the way. Right. But the reality is, is that money often gets in the way of good care. Um, I think money leads to overcorrection because a lot of kids end up in AFOs that are needless because AFOs above the ankle devices are more commonly covered by health carriers than foot orthotics. So I see a lot of kids being put in immobilizing SMOs that really shouldn't be wearing them. Roberta and I, I think, have taken hundreds of kids out of SMOs. Yeah. Well, as I've watched all these evaluations that you're doing with us, Roberta, and our staff, and then I see our staff doing these with our patients, is it's functional and it's real time. And you're speaking to the choir about those little squirmy three and four year olds. That's our whole, like, every day, all day long. So to get those little people to be still, and then, but I like the whole functional thing because as you're assessing, as I see the physical therapist assessing these kids and deciding what's best for them, then it's in real time, it's functional. You see the child moving and seeing how they're walking. It just makes sense to me. Right. The least practical thing is when you get a parent with a child that's saying, Johnny, stand up straight for the doctor. That's that's never going to happen in a child's life. So there's no sense in assessing function in a static position. And the shoes. And you're assessing how this is going to fit in the shoes and what they're currently wearing and what the family actually has and their resources, because not everybody's got perfect shoes either. 
Thanks for joining us for today's edition of The Working Therapist, an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. If you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com. 